Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to the News Grubs, the podcast that the Sri Lankan president used to listen to before he fled the country in disgrace. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual, Fishy and AP. Hi guys. Hey Scotto. Hello. Everyone's well? Very good. Yeah. Well, I've avoided all the uh, difficulties in the world at the moment. Excellent. Now, this week we're going to be looking at all-you-can-eat buffets. I love them. Oh, yeah. Toilet wipes and the problems associated with. That'll be a fascinating insight. Uh, Gender-biased worms. I can't even begin to imagine what that one's about. Telltale signs of alien abduction. I've got a fair idea what that one is, and it involves the rectum. Uh, But first, the Japanese are going to build a glass moon base in the style of, uh, I don't know, Space 1999 or UFO or something like that. Um, I'm yeah. assuming that's the go. Fishy, what is actually the go? Okay, so what's happening is because NASA is also planning to return humans back uh, onto the moon in the next 10 years or maybe less, the uh, Japanese have got this idea or plan mm-hmm. uh, to put uh, a base on the moon with its own gravity. Makes sense. Yeah. So this massive 1,300 foot, and in the old language, it's 1,300 foot right. structure uh, would, rotate, <laughs> would rotate every 20 seconds. Oh, I'm getting dizzy uh, at the thought. To achieve normal gravity. Beg your pardon? I'm, a, I'm, I'm dizzy at the thought. Yeah. And it's made of glass. It's called The Glass. What a great name. I bet they took a long time to come up with that one. Yeah, marketing team worked overtime. Yep. Uh, and the whole idea is it's uh, uh, it's it's meant to uh, uh, act as a base between future missions to Mars. Oh. I'm looking, yes. I'm looking here and it says there are further plans to incorporate forests and waterfronts. I know. So it's, I it's, know. So it's a bit like the um, Palm Island and the world off Dubai, which recreated the entire world or globe uh, in the ocean. These uh, buggers are going to uh, do it on the moon. It's a bit ambitious. Oh, I, I like ambition. Just a, just a I bit, mean, is it? Yeah. I like yeah, a bit of ambition. Because... Because they're they're really uh, targeting for interplanetary uh, space train travel. Um, what the, uh, the, the three nine to uh, Mars? I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just it's they're going to generate. It's a, it's a lot of puff. A lot of puff. They're going to generate a field of gravity from this glass thing uh, down to some sort of spaceport. I imagine in Japan or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And they're going to create a one G gravity field uh, for a space train. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what they've been sniffing, but um, it's made them uh, think very creatively and very freely. Uh, the, th- uh, the Kojima Corporation. I think they should start small. I think they should probably try and build a version of the Nakatomi Plaza that actually works. AP, I think that the uh, Elon Musk attitude is rubbing off now. Oh, and I'm all for that. He thinks big and yeah. often doesn't deliver. Yeah, but what they they call, they call that uh, some people refer to it as a can-do attitude. Uh, I, I I thought I think of it as a, a can bullshit at, uh, <laughs> attitude. That almost the way you said that almost sounded uh, Japanese. The can-do, can-do, the can-do attitude could well be. Yeah, Kojima Corporation. Yeah, the can-do can from the Kojima Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> the thumbs up. They got a nice big thumbs up uh, icon as their 
their main Given thing. the state of the world at the moment, financially with inflation virtually in every country, uh, where's this money going to come from? Oh, don't bore me with details. I, do, I, I mean, here's these blokes. They've come up with a brilliant idea and you couple yeah. of clowns want to bloody rain on their parade. I'm looking at a photo here, uh, number seven of 12, the renderings, and there's these nice people standing on a nice little grassy knoll waiting for JFK yeah. to drive past on me. And a big sailing boat sailing in the background. I mean, it just looks fantastic. And here but, you but, bastards are, raining no, on their but, parade when they're having a bit of a go, you have you, Scotto, yes. Scotto, yep. have you ever seen the moon? Yeah, it's a big thing in the sky. Oh, they've, they've got plans to incorporate forests and waterfronts to mimic the biodiversity of Earth, along with a pr- transportation system called the Hexagon st- Space Track, which yep. is the 1G thing. I'm watching. I'm looking at that. But I, yeah, no, okay. I'm getting the. Yeah, how much? I'm getting the. I'm these? getting the impression now because of climate change and the fact that, that uh, it's too late to fix uh, the damage that's been done because of climate change. I'm getting the feeling that uh, scientists and um, uh, billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, focusing on uh, places like the moon and Mars yep. to basically bugger off, uh, uh, yeah, bugger off, yep. or abandons the word I'm going to use, yeah, abandons the cool. Earth because it's it? been raped, raped, uh, raped, uh, pillaged. Yeah, with all the minerals and everything, all the resources and so on. And I reckon um, that's what's going to happen. Right? Well, it's a bit like the movie. Um, uh, what is it, Elysium? Yes. Because that's, cause that's yes. with Jodie Foster and Matt Damon. That's exactly what this movie uh, yeah. predicted, a big um, yeah. space station. And they were regulating who could go on to uh, the Elysium uh, thing. Oh, a damn good thing too, a bit like the British and um, people going to Rwanda, but let's not get political. I'm just looking at a photo here, and, and in essence, when you look at this um, thing, it's this big pole, <coughs> pardon me, and it's got the waterfront sort of uh, magnificent uh, sailing area and all the rest of it at about a, I don't know, 80 degree angle to the centre. And then that's the bit that yeah. spins around to give you the gravity. No, I think it's a spectacular project. Um, okay, it might take more than five minutes to actually build it because, let's face it, we can barely even, like... Oh, mate, there'll be there'll be things like, uh, you know, you know, remember those uh, wing-generating fans? Yes. Those uh, things, right? They started to break up. Later, they realised that uh, the engineering quite wasn't up to scratch. So the things wouldn't spin or the engines were uh, too heavy to turn the thing around properly yes. and, and whatever. Yep. It's going to be the same. They're going to say, oh. Someone's going to say, oh, there's too much glass, it's too heavy, or did someone check the gear ratio that we needed? Oh, did we take into a... Do we take into account the actual gravity of the moon as well and other forces and all of that? They're going to realise, like the space hubble thing. I think you're making the you're, you're missing the point though. Is that it's the Japanese doing it now? You might remember 50-odd years ago, if you were to buy something that was made in Japan, it was shit. And you thought to yourself, oh, no, I'm not going to buy that because it's useless. However, now you're desperately keen to be able to buy made in Japan because of the quality. I I agree with that because uh, uh, there's a little side story I can tell you about that as well because uh, there's a a Seiko chronograph or chronometer. Is that like a watch? Yeah. there's a difference between a chronometer? There's a difference between a chronometer and a chronograph. But anyway, the point is that uh, about five, six, seven years ago, uh, Seiko produced a watch Mm -hmm. that was so accurate that when they they applied for chronometer certification, Mm -hmm. which is like a worldwide thing, right? Yes. They were kindly knocked back and told it's too accurate. It's too good. 
It's too good. Oh, well, see, that yeah. says to me that uh, the Nakajima Corporation, no, sorry, what is it? The um, Kamaji, who is it? Kojima. Kojima Corporation, they're right on top of things, and I've got no doubt that, when's this thing supposed to be finished? Well, it's been reported that the glass could take close to 100 years to build. Oh. <laughs> oh. Version beyond you the could, moon. Walk, you could walk to the moon. Oh. Yeah. So, so I'm not go. actually going to go and be able to visit this in the near future then. Uh, the moon's um, only 240,000 or 250,000 miles away, to use the old language. Oh, good. I like it when you use the old language. 2050, uh, a, a, a simplified version could be there by 2050. 250 million miles, sorry, I didn't mean. They've uh, sat down with their kids right. after work night and just listen to a little bit too much Bob the Builder. Right. Can we? Yes, we can. Okay, well, I was all excited there for a minute, but now I'm, I've lost a bit of interest. If it's not going to be around in my lifetime, I don't care. Now, fellas, did you have Sizzler up there in New South Wales? Oh, I yeah. love Sizzler. All you could eat buffet. It was a national chain. Well, I think it was, it was an international chain. Oh, international, yeah. Well, America now, in how, here. How many of them do you see now? I think there might be one left in Victoria. Oh, it's done here. There's I don't none. think there's any in, in New All South right. Wales. So, so the business model was you, you pay X for your slab of beef. Mm-hmm. You pay Y for staff to uh, cook it and present it out in a bay-marie. Mm-hmm. You charge the client Z to go in there at a, at a fixed price and attack the buffet. I didn't realise it was an alphabet restaurant. And then, and then <laughs> your, your profit is what's left over after that. So it's an. Oh, int- you're doing an economic analysis. It's as, as, if, a, as, a, as a viability. As a yeah, as a businessman myself, you look at it and you say, well, there's there's a variable there, mm-hmm. and that is that uh, you know if your cost of beef X uh, gets consumed by a customer. Uh, double and, A, or triple well, X in this case. Well, D cell, D cell, I would have suggested. Yeah. But um, let's leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, they've got a fundamental wrong there, and that's the variable to their profit. Their profit could be uh, quite a lot. Uh, you know, I, 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 I am post-COVID at the moment. My appetite's not good. I've lost two belt sizes if I went to an all-you-can-eat. Uh, the uh, the vendor, the, the owner of the business would win because I would pay a certain amount and I would Especially eat. if they fill you up with bread oh, at the yeah. beginning. That's Always it. stay away so, from the bread. So our story goes that Poppy, uh, from the United Kingdom somewhere, mm-hmm. went to an all-you-can-eat restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, all-you-can-eat in inverted commas, um, and uh, she ate her fill, let's say. She ate comfortably, she ate a lot. So basically, she ate for the entire country of Biafra. Yes, yes, she did well. And um, the restaurateur has billed her twice. And it wasn't an accident. No, it was... uh, Deliberate. It was was spotted on the uh, invoice. Uh, She said she realised she'd been charged twice because she ate too much. And uh, she went to the um, restaurant Mm -hmm. and they said, you've eaten too much. So, of course... She refused to uh, pay the bill. Look, you can draw your own conclusions. Uh, she's on the uh, on the news article there. As Scotto pointed out uh, in the uh, in the preamble we had, uh, she has a special necklace there with rainbow, uh, actual rainbow ice cream cone hanging off the necklace. So I'd say she's probably a food enthusiast of sorts. Yeah, she hasn't uh, eaten in too many paddocks that are a bit bare, I'll give you the tip. <laughs> 
So uh, I suppose the restaurant might find themselves uh, being challenged on their definition of the service that they offer the client, gentlemen. What if do you this, think? Well, if this was in America, they would already be declaring bankruptcy, having been sued for fourteen <laughs> billion dollars. And frankly, mm. I'm surprised that they're not going to sue them in England because um, England is the home of stupid lawsuits. Um, but uh, apparently this came about uh, because of she was responding to somebody else on uh, TikTok or one of those stupid things um, about uh, fat shaming. And so it really all comes down to fat shaming. And she responded by telling her her story and experience at this particular restaurant that's, where she got double charged. That's right, because she is a porker. Um, let's face it, uh, responding to the same video, loads of other people have been telling their fat shaming experiences. Uh, one person said, uh, patient asked me when the baby was due. I said, it's just cake. He was mortified. Hopefully uh, it taught him you never ask until the uh, baby's, uh, not to until the baby's coming out. In fairness, I've actually done that to a woman and I, I, I thought Ooh. it was being really nice. Uh, Did you cover it up? Um, no, she punched my lights out. Uh, <laughs> Another one uh, commented in the south of France, went to a pharmacy for suntan lotion, and the pharmacy pointed me to the SlimFast display. I like that. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, or this one where um, uh, a third person went into a Victoria's Secret and a staff member came over to me, looked at me up and down and said, we don't sell your size here. I've left and never been back. Now, in fairness, I've seen something at a Victoria's Secret shop where uh, the two women who were in my presence... Uh, and were buying the tiniest little delicate G-strings, thongs, oh C-strings, mm. the whole lot. The, the, like dental floss was bigger. Oh, my God. Uh, and these particular women, and I'm not going to particularly fat shame them, even though they were huge, uh, you would never have even noticed. That, you know, They had hair on their head that was bigger than what they were trying to buy. And Did you direct them to the optometrist? Uh, next door? No, nah, because they uh, they would have beat the bejesus out of me because they, they were huge, absolutely. But, Pop, huge. but Poppy uh, is, I think, a little bit different in that she responded to a claim made by this restaurant mm. that they had an all-you-can-eat agenda. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's false advertising if they're not prepared to keep that promise, right? That's true. So I accept that. It's it's so you get drawn in, you get sucked into this thing to say it's it's all you can eat. So you go there, expecting that you can eat as much as you can. Now I've been to places like that, and isn't it interesting? And and I've checked with other people mm -hmm. that uh, uh, go to the have been to these places, and they generally experience what I've experienced, and that is, you think you're going to eat a lot, but you're not really in the mood for some reason. No, you, well, you get there, you look at all the food, you you know, there's there must be something in the air when you get there, and. But before you get there, you're saying, oh, I'm going to eat all the shrimp, I'm going to eat all the steak, I'm going to eat all the... And, but you don't actually do any of that. I used to when I was younger. Yeah. And maybe uh, maybe getting back to the analysis that uh, AP was doing earlier, the X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. Z examples, maybe they've factored that in, in into their formula, knowing that most people won't eat more than what you would normally eat That's anyway. That's exactly so what they do. That's exactly so they, how it works. But they then you, all of God. when you get the odd one out, you you take it. You take it on the chin. Yeah, you, you would. Yeah. yeah, well, you say no. you should. No. But, but, but when you, even if you get 10 people in one night wanting to eat as much as Poppy ate, mm. you yeah. take it on the chin. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we used to uh, take steppies uh, off to um, the buffet at the Sheraton on the Park. And yes. their rule was no bread, 
and the expensive seafood first. Uh, they, w- they would actually literally, you know those videos where you Sorry, see- that was a rule you imposed on them. Yes, yeah. yeah. So on your step, On your step on stepsons. Uh, yep. So, uh, yes. actually, yeah, but yes. and you've obviously based that on your own personal experience. Oh, absolutely. So you're, sh- you're sharing knowledge. Oh, and, I like to impart my knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like watching uh, those videos of uh, Chinese people on a uh, cruise when they bring out the shrimp and the prawns, and uh, there's just fights practically. They would just go along and hoover up uh, on a bowl. Right. Um, mountains and mountains and mountains of seafood and shove that down without even so much as looking at a piece of bread or anything like that because bread fills you up you've got to get your money's worth that's and the whole point of being at a buffet 20 people uh stalking the uh, bay marie oh yeah with their elbows out waiting for the next uh the next tray of it to come out so I mean, you know the, it's you actually- know the trick you, trick is you, you do exactly what scott said with you know the shrimp and, and all of that and then right at the end when you you know you you're starting to zip your trousers back up, uh, you go back and you take a, a couple of loaves of bread with you. Yeah, or you for home. Yeah, all you do as my brother does and just takes a plastic bag and um, hoovers up all the balance of the seafood, uh, prawns and stuff in that, and then sips that under his coat and walks out with it, and it does him for a month. He doesn't forget it's there, does he? <laughs> well, sometimes he has, yeah. Like, but you eventually yeah, right, work right. it out. So I think Poppy's in the right. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt then. I was going to be mean to her, but no, I won't, even though she's a pork. Now, in this modern day and age, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when you go to the little boys' room or the little girls' room or the non-gender biased or non-binary room anyway, uh, there's always a roll of dunny paper there, hopefully. Uh, and, of course, you use that for whatever you're using it for unless you're in a um, certain Asian countries where they have a bidet or even at the farm where we have a bidet. Never used it, but that's not the point. Now, one of the other options for that is to use, uh, like, wet wipes sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're I've, a moist towelette sort of thing I've you never, get from KFC. I've never used a wet wipe. I've, I've, I, or actually, I have only to rub my hands clean. Yeah, well, that's um, not, probably best. Not, not to go to the toilet, though. Not to wipe your bits, no. one no. might say. Well, I mean, and, and frankly, I think they're a stupid idea, and so do most uh, uh, governments around the world, because even though they're allegedly flushable um, and uh, biodegradable, they end up in big, fat, globule things. They, yeah, clumps. Block everything. Make a hell of a mess. Anyway, yeah. can be even worse if you mistake those for flushable toilet wipes. Now... What I just said then sounds as though yeah. what we were talking about a second ago, but, but there's a it's difference. A wipe. It's a wipe. Correct. Yeah. Turns out that a lorry driver who is, uh, remains nameless at this particular point in the story. I oh, know it Kevin. Uh, Leon, actually. <laughs> Leon. <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd moved up one line, there it was right in front of me. <laughs> Leon Gleed, who is a lorry driver from some place I can't pronounce in Wales. It is a funny... Um, uh, a bunch of letters yeah, there uh, uh, preceding it. Wumbrun, South Wales in England. Oh, that wouldn't be how you'd actually pronounce it, uh, AP. I'll give you the tip right now. South Australian, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, you don't even want to go down that road. Anyway, his girlfriend, Sadie Williams, which surprisingly they don't have their ages here, uh, she picked up a packet of flushable toilet wipes, active flushable toilet wipes, a couple of weeks ago from Tesco. Sadie, uh, the cleaning lady, eh? Correct, a Monday, <laughs> and placed them next door to the bog, as you would. Now, Leon was there and he sort of um, noticed there was no dunny roll, so he grabbed one of these things and did what he had to do. Yeah. And strangely enough, his body 
became a little bit sort of inflamed and a bit unhappy Ooh. because it turns out that he was actually wiping his bum with antibacterial toilet cleaner wipes. Ooh. Now, these things kill 99.9% .9 of bacteria, make your toilet sparkle and are bio, oh, sorry, bleach-free. Got to be happy with that, at least. So they've probably got alcohol in it. Oh, highly likely. You probably drink them. Oh, I just thought of that earlier. Um, so it turns out you don't use those ones. So there Ouch. is a bit of a difference between your KFC wet wipes that you would use, which you shouldn't use anyway, and your wet wipes that you um, flush or clean the toilet with. Now, in fairness, if you weren't really paying attention and they were sitting next to the dunny in the um, public toilet that you go to, yeah. um, I would probably, I have to say, um, accidentally do the same thing. I think I think I would make the same mistake because if there wasn't a toilet roll there and it was just those things in proximity, mm. of course you're going to use it. Exactly. Oh, well, you know, unless you go and get a leaf or something. And, right and, and, I, and I think Leon admits that he was the one that made the mistake. Yes, he did. He um, he developed a nasty rash, and that's when he inspected the wipes and realised the error of his ways. I still blame Sadie, of course, but uh, Sadie zero sympathy. Uh, she burst out laughing and called him stupid. Yeah, so, Scott, that's going to be a great relationship. Yes, I, I don't know whether it's psychosomatic or whatever the heck is going on here. Yeah, but uh, right at this moment, mm -hmm. uh, this is no bullshit, right? Right. I'm scratching my ass. Right. I'm um, right. Uh, yeah, I, did, I don't want to sort of like show it to everyone. No, but, but rather you didn't. I'm actually uh, as if I'm feeling for Leon, as if as if my body has generated a sympathy rash. Maybe you've just for been Leon. using flushable toilet wipes. No, I haven't. Okay, you sure? No. no you've no, been checked? No, just, oh, normal toilet paper here. Ah. I don't, know, I don't know why people would not want to use just normal just, toilet paper. I mean, and just to explain, yes. just to explain also to the audience mm -hmm. is, uh, we're not in the same room. We we are at each other's our own residence. Yes, that's mm. true. And we're connecting together in sort of a tricky electronic way. But but yes, no, I don't have that in my premises, and and I have no inclination of replacing normal toilet paper with any form of wipe. I mean. I does it really matter if you use toilet wipes or just toilet paper? I say yes, it does, because as we pointed out, they make a hell of a mess in the sewer system. And what's the toilet paper industry going to do? It's much better to use toilet paper, much better for your body. If you use the wipes are probably owned by a lot of the toilet paper manufacturers. Oh, okay. Well, that ruined that I would concept, say. didn't it? Ruined that argument. Well, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just think, um, you know, that's just a lazy way. It's a sort of a poor man's bidet, really, isn't it? I just think that... Uh, we're becoming too soft in this world. Yeah, we're get a get a handful over, of gravel and wipe your bum with that. Either over pampering ourselves. Now, whatever happened to just toilet paper? And what's wrong with the odd biscuit? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. But no, young, I, I think you know, handful of gravel. Use, yeah, young roosters had to use pseudo cream for a week. Yeah, uh, with like a barrier, like a zinc cream. Uh, that you use on a baby's nappy rash, not that you two would know. No, we don't know um, about that. Uh, yeah, he had to use pseudo cream down there for a week. Being a lorry driver, it was hard to get in and out of the truck without a bit of chafing. I can understand that. And it uh, felt like a night after a hot curry, but ten times worse. Well, that's that's good because most men can relate to that. 
Well, probably more information than we really needed. Just remember, once you've had a really hot curry, have a big bowl of ice cream to follow it. I, I just remember for some reason that, that Top Gear episode with uh, Clarkson saying to the others, have you put toothpaste on your nutsack? Ah, yes, I do remember that one. And no, I haven't, and I don't plan well, to. Well, I think, hook, I, yeah. I think I did, but, but uh, I won't go into it. It's supposed to I've go seen, into your mouth. I've seen it done at a school camp. I was I, I was neither the owner of the testicles or the giver of the uh, toothpaste. I think but we I was, need to uh, investigate your school camp activities at a later date, frankly. Pri- I think there's some interesting watch, stories there. Do you have to watch these private schools? All boys school? Yes. That's nah, it all. <laughs> uh, parasitic worms, boys. Oh. Dangerous things. Well, yeah, I, I've actually had uh, a, a, a parasite and had to... Uh, it was actually one tablet I think I took to get rid of it, so easy enough. But was yours a blood-sucking parasite? A bit of a worry. No, in my, in my stomach or something I was. Oh. And um, it just affected the uh, digestion and et cetera. Well, sorry, just to um, interrupt briefly, you might remember um, all those years ago that man in Western Australia discovered the cause of what most people believe to be um, stomach ulcers. And uh, it was, in fact, a uh, bacteria or parasite sort of a thing that was causing what everyone believed to have uh, to be um, those things that I just said a second ago that I can't remember. An ulcer. An ulcer, yeah. So, yeah. My, in fact, my brother, for years, uh, eldest brother, spent years sucking my lanta tablets down like Smarties and drinking milk. And he heard about it and made contact. And the bloke put him on a very sp- a specific uh, range of um, antibiotics or whatever it was. Killed it, gone, dead. Happy days, never had a problem since. So some kind of blood-sucking parasitic creature, I imagine, was the cause. That's right. So, And there's a lot of these things around. 2,900 species of parasites, parasitic worms, were discovered uh, between 2000 and 2020. Right. And what's this got to do with gender bias? Well, it's been alleged, boys, that the names given to these uh, little uh, scallywags... Right. Uh, once they've been discovered, yeah, are predominantly male names. Who discovered them? Uh, well, uh, men, scientists, mainly, mainly scientists. Right. Uh, so bear, bear with me just a second. Just, yes. I just want to get this in my head, if I might, just yes. to summarise the issue here, is that a group of men who were scientists, yes, discovered a number of parasitic, uh, blood-sucking parasitic uh, creatures. Yes. And in their own image, they decided to call them uh, those particular uh, creatures after themselves, basically. And only 19% were recognised uh, as women. How many women uh, actually um, uh, discovered uh, said parasitic creatures? Oh, probably about 19%. That's what I thought you were going to say. I'm not, call- okay, I'm not really sure where this story is going, but carry on. Well, my next problem is it's mm-hmm. a team of scientists mm-hmm. by a parasitologist, Robert Pallon. Gotta love the way you say things. Like- Scoured studies in eight journals published between 2000 and 2020. Now, why aren't they out there doing some good? I feel like, <laughs> like someone that's just been pulled over for speeding how, and they're how, complaining to the cop, why aren't you out catching me? How long mm-hmm. do you reckon that guy had to research that for? Uh, and he did it obviously uh, as a side issue, like, oh, I'm going to just check to see how many females get named uh, uh, after uh, parasites. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in allegedly in his own time, but then of course you the university know. gets billed. It could have been me. It could have been given some huge government grant that should have gone towards you know you know curing uh, Scotto's brother's next stomach ailment, 
and it's 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 not. It's being uh, I think it's being frittered away, frankly. But it's, but it's not so, just one scientist. If I might interrupt there, it's a team of scientists uh, yes, led by him. So it's a team. Him. They studied eight journals published over twenty years. Jesus. And and then came up with this the statistics. Like, well, if they want to do statistics, watch the rugby. Get a bloody tri- statistician. Yeah, do the stats for the team. Right, you don't. If you're a qualified scientist, yeah. you don't. You don't. You don't practice being a statistician unless it's in your own time. And and as you guys mentioned, maybe maybe it was a side issue. Hopefully, it's a side issue. Otherwise, these are qualified, intelligent people that are putting their their uh, hard work and energy towards. Maybe these scientists are uh, so getting so close to the work that they're doing, they're deciding now to bl- to bleed out as much as they possibly can out of their topic. Out of their subject, you know, they're getting lessons from the blood-sucking uh, species that they're examining, and it's thinking uh, maybe we should do the same as humans and yeah, bleed dry this uh, this research project. Yes, yes. So, out of five hundred and ninety-six species, only one hundred and eleven recognised women, according to the experts from New Zealand's University of Otago, and of the seventy-one scientists honoured. In the Latin names of two or more species, only eight were women. So uh, they're, they're what's whinging their point? now. What's their point? More women should be named after these uh, things, right? No, more things should be named after women, I think you'll find. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be accurate. Well, I think that's probably what's going to happen too. Um, uh, but but the question is, you know, did it really need to be? Why, why not let... Women, let's let's make a gross assumption here, gentlemen. Let's say that over the last sixty years, mm-hmm. the uh, the medical and, and parasitical uh, research field has probably been dominated by men. Fair call for right or wrong, mm-hmm. and it might mm-hmm. be different in the future. But right at that point in time, the studies that they've uncovered in the last twenty years uh, it, it, that would have been mostly manpower, as it were, so to speak, that discovered them. Uh, and and as the uh, as women become more involved in science and technology and research, that will correct itself. It doesn't take a team of scientists to go off the rails, totally off the reservation. And uh, forgive me for being so passionate about this, but uh, this this story ticks me off. It does me too because I was expecting you know worms to be transgender or something like that. Um, it never occurred to me that it was basically just about these clowns, this team of clowns. Um, Wasting their time and taxpayers' money and their expertise and everything by by basically bitching because not enough women got things. That's just offside, as you so say. They're, they're completely wasting their time and expertise. It's ridiculous. The term's called etymological nepotism and cronyism. Good God! In the naming of hellminths, which must be a uh, broad term for uh, parasitic worms. Oh, I would have thought. I would have thought that uh, women are mostly. Uh, out of both genders, or however many other genders you want to identify, six hundred and forty-seven according. But to the I would say, I would say that women would probably be more inclined to object to having their name attributed to uh, get this. Yes, uh, uh, as blood-sucking worms, blood-sucking parasitic creatures. <laughs> Because sometimes they are referred to as that pipe, particularly divorcees. Well, that's yeah. true. 
That's right. So you'd think they'd run 100 miles in the opposite direction if someone was contemplating naming a blood-sucking worm after their surname. So Fishy's point being, has anyone asked the women if they want to be named? Oh, I, don't think you, I don't think that matters in this day and age. I think it's uh, the whole point. They should be Latinized because yeah, it's such and, a noble and language. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. What, that's, I'm just stunned by this story. I'm just where's the representation of all the other that's right. 119 other genders that apparently exist in the world today? And then there's a throwaway thing at the end of the article. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, a tendency for taxonomists to name new species after a family member or close friend has increased over the past 20 years. Oh, well, bloody nepotism. Uh, well, 596 species later, it's probably getting harder to... To find a name that hasn't been taken. I mean, well, it could be just a harmless, bloody thing. They've, you know, my grandson's named Dick. I'll just call it the Dickologist Maximus. Now, and the other, the final thing is, it war- it also warned. I don't know what the warning carries with it. Scientists may also regret naming species after celebrities who might later fall from grace. What the the Myconius Jacksonus, <laughs> blood sucking, you know, parasitic. Yeah. Really, that important? Is it Ambius Herdus? Now, we've done a lot of UFO stories over the last couple of months, mm-hmm. and the mystery of UFOs has spanned for decades, as we all know. Yes. Uh, and there's um, an investigation into, uh, or there has been an investigation into uh, abductions. Of course there has. And they were looking for, let's say, a trend or a pattern of sorts. Right. Uh, to try and work out whether certain types of people uh, were being abducted more than other types of people. Yeah, I've got a fair idea what. And um, a community of self-proclaimed alien abductees has put together a list of telltale signs to confirm whether you've been abducted by aliens. O-M-G. Extraordinary. Isn't it? Wow, this is going now, right up there with the other clowns. Now, I think this is all scientifically based, and, you know, they've spent a lot of time putting all of this together, but let's let's just go through it, shall we? Righto, okay. Number one on the list is marks on your body. Right. And it says marks including the likes of laser cuts. Now, I don't know what a laser cut looks like. It doesn't it cut your whole hand off? It usually does in the movies. It does usually, but they say that marks including the likes of laser cuts and scars on your wrists, ankles and back is something to look out for. I'm having a look. Uh-oh, doesn't look good. All right, <laughs> tick one. Uh, uh, tick one. <laughs> yep. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, get this. Yep. Wanting to travel. Oh, oh, I've got that too. Tick. A, a compulsion to walk or drive to a random location without any explanation. Isn't that called going for a drive? I would have thought so, yes, or going for a walk. I mean, half the half the world's population like that. Oh, I'll just go for a walk, I think. That's a bit weird. What's next? That's just, I'm just fascinated by some of this stuff already. Mm-hmm. It's just. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm appalled, but go on. All right. What's, what's next? Let me tell you what's next. Okay. Number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoops. Here we go. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, implant implants in your body. Right. Well, there goes half the uh, female population and a fair bit of the transgender <laughs> no, no, population. No, not those type of implants. Oh, right. Scott, sorry. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the discovery of small objects placed inside your body, uh-huh. uh, which are most likely found uh, around your hip, ankle, foot, or nose. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. 
It's a bit. It's a bit general. I mean, what do they yeah. do? Place a tic tac in there. Oh, I thought it might have been just you know those people that like to have um, barbells put through their nose or whatever. And yeah, that's right. Or you could just have an excess excess snot. How many? There. How many people I wonder have discovered and literally been medically confirmed that they have uh, small objects in their hip, ankle, foot, or nose. Um, right. I, okay. So I've heard stories of people. And I've seen uh, documentaries of mm. people finding uh, things in their wrist, for example, like a little um, tiny little thing about the size of a, a broken off lead pencil at right. the end. Well, probably was and, a little bit of broken pencil. Like yeah, and, and they and they alleged that uh, the uh, scientists who removed it mm -hmm. have said to them, oh, this is a very strange looking um, uh, electrical device that's beyond the scope of man. This is right. It's lead from a lead pencil, and because your brother stabbed you because you yeah. you hit him in the head. Yeah, give him the shits. Yes, <laughs> happened to me seven times when I was a kid. Yeah, I've got a several bits in me. Number four. <laughs> yes. Termination pregnancy. Terminated pregnancy after falling pregnant. A few months later, um, a miscarriage is suffered without any medical explanation or warning. Right, so that's not an uncommon thing to happen to pregnant women in general. I'm sure a certain percentage, thought. yeah, a certain percentage would be terminated. I'm yeah. not entirely convinced uh, so uh, so far. In this. Uh, cosmic uh, number five, mm -hmm. uh, cosmic awareness. I think that's the final one. Uh, becoming socially aware in your life with strong passions for well-being. Now, listen to this part very yes. carefully. Well-being of the environment mm. and interest in ecology. So most uh, greenies yes. have, in fact, been all. kidnapped by aliens. And yes. all the woke brigade. And all the woke brigade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would have said hippies as well. Well, same thing, really, at the yeah. end of the day, aren't they? Yeah. God, what, I so, mean, that's a pretty weak uh, list, isn't uh, it? Are you starting to see a pattern here? Yeah, more idiots. Like the last story, frankly. I noticed the one that's really missing is um, no rectal pain from the rectal examination. Because as far as I can tell, every yeah. time that anyone's ever been um, or talks about alien abduction, especially in the movies, uh, they always want to do a rectal examination. I don't know I why. We turn our attention to Nigel Watson there, author of UFO Investigations Manual. Yes, I did worry about that name. <laughs> I did some details on what psychological effects could an alien abduction have on, on a person? Mm -hmm. Ufologists, you know, yeah. who's, well, who even said that was a proper term? They've dubbed themselves. I'm happy with that. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, who use these indicators have come to think that abductees are chosen rather than randomly snatched away. This is underlined by the fact that whole generations of families have been plagued or blessed by alien yeah. experiences, Watson says. Isn't so, that... Yeah, have you ever heard of the term indoctrination? Never heard of the term nutters. <laughs> ruin, fam ruin family family mental health. <laughs> Jesus. That is exactly right. Oh. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a mess. I was just uh, contemplating uh, a second ago about what Scotto said about the rectal examination. <laughs> yes. I, think I, have a, I think I have a theory. Your bum's still itchy? No, no. Okay. Uh, I think the reason it's not... Uh, point number six or seven or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's been totally ignored. Right, is that the victims, the true victims of the rectal examination by aliens, mm -hmm. don't want to make 
a big deal about it as a bad thing. Right. Uh, so they can get invited back to the alien ship. Right. They're quite uh, keen on the whole concept. A bit like having a yeah. colonoscopy. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe that's what a colonoscopy actually is. Maybe my colonoscopy. Colonoptop, but the doctor who, um, the, bum doctor. the bum doctor, maybe he is actually an alien. I hadn't thought of that before. Reminds me, I'm overdue for one. Wow. Well, doesn't this just go to show that the world is weird? Very weird. As I've said before, ladies and gentlemen, get a grip for God's sake. Oh, God almighty. Anyway, that's new scrubs for this week. Um, if you think uh, of something that you uh, you believe we should cover, drop us a line at mail at newsgrubs.com. We'd uh, always be interested to know your thoughts. Uh, and join us next time on the News Grubs for your differently delivered news. And don't forget, if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you do so that you can listen to absolutely vital, earth-shattering news like we've just covered and um, and find out about, well, the morons in the world. Uh, we'll leave you until next week. Bye, guys. See you, Scotty. Yeah. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.